Welcome back to uh, New Rockstar's Rogue Theory. I'm Philip Molina. Uh, this is a show where we bring together some fun nerds and they offer their ideas and theories about multiple topics. We cover multiple things. You guys lately have been wondering why we move on to other topics. We do like four, three or four topics uh, each one of these uh, episodes. Anything that's on our minds or in that nerdy zeitgeist. On today's episode, we have New Rockstar's own Eric Voss. Oh, well, hello there. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Uh, Hi. Yeah. And then uh, from the Godzilla versus Podcast Zero, that's that right? right. You got uh, it. We have Haley Mancini. Woo! Yeah. Thanks. Uh, and then we skipped over just our, our lifelong friend, David Dong. David Dong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, David actually has known, I think, Eric and I longer than our parents. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Point. Yeah. Well, you've always existed, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I was I was part of the whole thing. Yes. Oh. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He's part of he's of, part of, of us all. <laughs> I see David in the smile of every child. <laughs> uh, reminder: You can listen to this show on the Rogue Theory podcast feed. It comes out way earlier than the video version. Uh, on this episode, we have some Rogue theories about Thor four, uh, it two, Stranger Things three, uh, <laughs> topics. Uh, four and more uh, and anything with a number in it basically we'll, uh, we'll talk about uh, but first up we gotta talk about It Chapter 2 yes yeah so final trailer for It Chapter 2 came out this week and uh, we get a lot more of the grown up version of the Losers yeah. Club in it it's 27 years after the events of the film so first off like I'm down to hear first reactions but I have a very specific question I want to get to in a second I mean I thought it, it, it was scary. It was good. I was I was excited. I got scared. I got scared. It scared. I beat myself. Uh, no, I I thought it was a really well done trailer as yeah. well. Like just kind of really putting everything together. And uh, and Pennywise was terrifying. Yeah. And I'm really excited. Yeah, you can't ask for a better adult cast. Like this, yeah. it sounds like this is the dream cast of the child actors. They all asked them after the first movie, so who do you want to play the adult version of yourself? And Finn, Finn Wolfhard was like, if you could get Bill Hader, that'd be yeah. great. And they <laughs> yeah. did. They went and got Jessica Chastain and Bill Hader, and Whoa. they, for the most part, they, they got. Yeah. Stephen, they asked Stephen Hawking's who they would like to play. Yeah, him, that's <laughs> James McAvoy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like that Finn Wolfhard is like, I'm Bill Hader now. Wow, <laughs> yeah. I've been on SNL. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't understand career. how aging yeah, exactly. works. <laughs> What a storied career I've had. Yeah, yeah. And Barry, I mean, who thought I'd go there? Uh, so, uh, and yes, it's it's terrifying. One of the most terrifying moments for me is at the end uh, where we see our, our Skarsgård uh, actor uh, playing Pennywise the Clown, but kind of out of makeup or semi yeah, out of makeup. That was so scary. Yeah, he just is like a dude that you'd probably see on like Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so, Chuck. but... Who's Charles? Is? Charles, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's oh, you know the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. smell him before you see him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a dog. Oh, like there his ears perk up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just runs, runs off. Oh, it's Chuck. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So, with that uh, and, and Pennywise, and especially this, like, grotesque version of him uh also joker is is coming out oh again, yeah right? like you're yeah. the clown or, or, yeah. Yeah. right so i am thinking off, off of this clown thing and clowns creeping us out and i think that's kind of a, a well-discussed well-storied history of clowns hurting people uh, <laughs> Classic. yeah 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 you guys all uh, took that class too yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah exactly disney's doing their remake <laughs> yeah. of the clown yeah. murders yes. CG clown. so first uh, thing you study in forensic psychology is like you like, have so to why check off clowns exactly report to us the scariest clown you know yeah. <laughs> like a, a mine hunter uh, season that's only clowns or just clowns yeah. my question is uh, actually adjacent to clowns it's about carnivals Ooh. Mm. what is it about carnivals that creep us out so much and I'm going to point out to you the number of carnival scenes and creepy carnivals we've had in the last 12 months, it's its insane. We've had Us. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joker has a scene uh, at a carnival. Shazam uh, takes place at a That's carnival. Right. Uh, part oh, yeah. of uh, the Mary Poppins movie, Toy Story 4. Uh, Stranger Things. Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah. He has a major thing uh, in it. Uh, Love Simon, which is terrifying. Uh, <laughs> Just no, terrifying. No, it's like like car carnivals are having yeah. a moment, kind of like Keanu. Yes. Uh, and yeah. they, it's but the they're. Carney lobby. The Carney lobby was putting a lot of effort finally. into this. Yeah, they finally they've been saving up. Just they, a briefcase full of tickets. Yeah, they exactly. <laughs> Trump, is, Trump is president. They saw their opening. What does the Carney <laughs> lobby push for? More whack-a-moles. More representation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Carney representation. representation. Yeah. Uh, Carney right to vote. Uh, yeah. They currently uh, do not because most of them are con. It's <laughs> true. In Florida, they're allowed to vote now. Well, not according but to the GOP legislature. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They're working on that. So going going into into this thing with carnival. So 
yeah, I want to understand what it is about this place that's supposed to be for joy that internally just apparently creeps us out. You know, maybe it's like a fake joy thing because I remember as a kid, like every year our school would have a fundraising carnival mm-hmm. and you get really excited when you see all the, the lights, the colors, you, you think of the fun weekend that you are going to have. But then afterwards, maybe this is just me speaking, <laughs> once you go there, it actually becomes like this weird sadness because you get separated from your friends. There's an odd number of your friends. You're always the one who has you to go by yourself. You were as a joke. It's a prank <laughs> yeah, the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and then you, you get, uh, they shut down the Hall of Mirrors yeah. and you're trapped they in there for a whole weekend. They dump blood all over you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You get kidnapped with Eric. the carnies. You become yeah. a carny for a couple years. But it is this then, thing where yeah. the, the, no, I've, I've had actually have had most of that experience too, where it's that forced <laughs> joy thing and like, we're going to have so much fun and then like by the end, like you have a little puke and a little blood on your shirt right. and yeah. like you cry in front of your friends. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's the impermanence. I think it, mm, I think the that, traveling oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think like the fact that it's like here one day and then gone the next, like there's something about that where it's like this whole world gets built and then one day the carnival's just gone. Like that's what I remember when I was a kid huh. is that you'd see like a carnival come into town and like you'd just see it there. It would just be up and you're like, oh, cool, a carnival came to town. Let's go. And you go do it and then two days later you drive by and it's just an empty field. That's creepy. That's fascinating. It's That's like creepy. like it's a ghost. It's a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. every carny is a ghost too. Right. Yeah, well, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to cheer you up. You won this big plush bear, and you're just like, exactly. it doesn't matter. Do, this will be vacant <laughs> exactly. in 24 yeah. hours. This bear is almost <laughs> gone any second yeah. now. That's no, why they're not registered to vote. They're ghosts. It's just how it goes. Disenfranchised ghosts. What do you think? I wonder if it's like connected to, like I think carnivals are connected to like children's rite of passage. Right, mm-hmm. like one mm-hmm. of the like one of the ways first big times out for yeah, uh, for a yeah. child, mm-hmm. and, and so I think because a lot of these movies that we we touch on are connected about kids, right? And like Spider Man, you know, it mm-hmm. they're all you know Stranger Things. They're always about like kids sort of being on their own for the first time. Yeah, and I think I think mm. a carnival is like a place where that happens. That's a lot. true. Yeah, Good absolutely. Point. Yeah. Well, and like if you look at it through that lens, then you're definitely seeing the uh, you know the over the top imagery that exists in a child's nightmares. Uh, you know, which I visit regularly. Uh, <laughs> you uh, visit children's <laughs> nightmares. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, the but that, this idea. Yeah, you're Freddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically, I'm a plane jumper. Uh, these uh, these like stretched out. Uh, they're almost grotesque images that are supposed to be like for joy, but they're they're too too extreme. Yeah. Uh, uh, off-screen producer was uh, talking about it. He was talking about how uh, the face of a clown is kind of an uncanny valley, right? Where oh, it's like sure. it's not oh, yeah. true what you're looking at. It has this this falseness. But the entire carnival is that, right? Like the mir- yeah. the hall of mirrors, uh, the friends that supposedly like you but are really really mean to you. <laughs> right, yeah. It yeah. all has this like illusion element to it. But it's also these like stretched out morph. Who versions. was that first guy that made a stretchy mirror that like made your face like this and was like, oh, this is hilarious? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, most of them are like, oh, I bring out another mirror. Yeah, yeah. 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 The mirror factory's going under. Yeah. Unless. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. Yeah. yeah, they built a carnival around a, a broken mirror factory. <laughs> like, I thought that's do a something? big part of it, like because you think a lot of the R.L. Stein Goosebump books mm-hmm. were set at carnivals. Stephen it's, King has a whole novel set at a carnival too. Yeah, it's like every kid has a memory at a carnival because that is the time where your parents just let you off on your own. It's okay, like, wait, hold on, yeah. genuine. Real, we don't have a ton of time, but real quick, uh, carnival memories. Go. Uh-huh. I, I threw up on my mom's best friend, uh, but it was all Sprite. Yeah. Yeah. And she started screaming, stop the ride, stop the ride, and they wouldn't stop. And they're like, go another time. We're going to air dry that Sprite. (laughs) Mine is, uh, I... All my friends had wristbands so they could go all day on the rides. I didn't get one because my dad's like, I'm not giving you ten dollars for that. <laughs> so I uh, I just wore a long sleeve jacket, you know, rather than my vest that I always wore, and uh, and it just kind of ran in with them. Most of the carnies didn't check, but one time I stood on the far end of the or of the ride, and the carny just tapped my wrist, and it was kind of just like looked at me. He's like, yeah. I know, and Ooh. that look <laughs> stayed with me. Yeah. And I know Carney. sometimes you say, yeah. Did you just tap my wrist? I'm like, No, and you say he's back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just oh felt a tingle on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, that's my haunting memory. Uh-oh. My only memory is I bought a giant turkey leg and I couldn't go on any of the rides because <laughs> I was like, I can't. Guys. I, I'm busy, guys. Like, I'm not allowed. You're not going to let me on this turkey. list and I'm, I'm working and on it. It's the one time you, you went to a carnival. Yeah, yeah. Like, turkey legs are great. Yeah. That's all I know yeah. about, about carnivals. Yeah. I think mine is the... Like one of the rides that was like the one that would be a swing that would do like a swing that you'd spin, it'd spin and then all the swings would go sure. up. Oh, at the like one that's like, like from a pole? Yeah, they'd go oh. up at like a 45 degree angle or something. And like 
I just always, like, I just remember being, like, on it and being like, mmm, this thing is rickety. <laughs> I was like, yeah. this is falling apart. And also fortune tellers, which is another creepy part of it, are always at a carnival. Yeah. But yeah. they're never with the carnival group. Yeah. They're just, they they're seek just it out. Their own yeah, that's yeah. it. Exactly. Have you guys yeah. ever had your fortunes, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. Oh, really? What did they tell you? Oh, I can't tell you that. Really? Because it won't happen? Is it a fortune cookie? Is that what <laughs> you meant know. by having your fortune read? I don't you know. Read I, just, I don't need to share my future with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I got was yeah. one word. Uh, can you say Antichrist? That's the only person that would be. Because I've already said Antichrist twice. Yeah. Soon. Soon is all I was going to be a doctor. Well, I'm being generous to myself, but I thought. I pre med thing. Yeah, 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 I was I was heavily pre-med. I was a microbiome major. Uh, and then my mom told me at one point, she was like, uh, you know, you, it's so funny that you're becoming a doctor because years ago I went to a fortune teller and they told me you would like do stuff in entertainment instead. <gasps> and then I, I quit med school that day. You did? No, but it was a week You're no. impressionable. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I just needed uh, it for her to come true. Uh, this is uh, a Patch Adams story too. This is it. it's, it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I'm just gonna point out real quick, just to I'll go slightly back on topic uh, with carnivals. Uh, a thing about them being creepy too is that the predecessor to carnivals were kind of the World's Fair, right? And carnivals are supposed to show you oh, these yeah. like amazing, amazing inventions. But the World's Fair is also where America got its first serial killer. If you Not guys know first. that, uh, huh? Not its first. I believe it's the first serial killer. No. Like no, no, no. The Devil in the White City? No, this is not the first serial killer. Well, the first one we maybe know about. Yeah, I think maybe but it's the, the Puritans. It's the one. Untrue. Crazy. There was a woman earlier in the late 1700s. Well, there's a couple, but one, in, in the states. Yeah, that uh -huh. was she would kill, uh, or like late 1700s, early 1800s, and she would have she like she was a uh, black widow. And she would murder oh, her like husbands for money. Well, what's weird like is yeah. I, I saw a photo and she looked exactly like you. What? Yeah. Wow. But also, <laughs> I have face blindness, also, <laughs> so, so, so it could be anybody. I just, I just no. want to let you guys know, like. A woman did that. Like yeah. the That's first serial cool. killer yeah. was a woman. Behind okay. every great America, male serial killer, there's a female serial killer. Yes, Black Widow. But yeah, like the first, like the first one that I think got. You know, I mean, this was the, that was the time of like muckraker journalism too. Mm -hmm. So there was like right sensationalism Holmes, in the media. Too, yeah, he was yeah. like kind of representative of that era and like the swell of. Of journalism at yeah. the time too. I mean, H. H. Holmes was the one that like his story was also like in a weird way the American dream. Like he, yeah, it was he super benefited weird. Yeah. from the World's Fair being in Chicago because all these like young people and young women, young couples were moving to Chicago in that moment looking for jobs, looking for opportunities. And he set up this murder hotel. He's like, Come stay here, you can get a great deal, I'll keep you here for free. And yep. then he just basically set up like weird gas chambers, trap doors, yeah, trapped, a house of horror. Like, what did yeah. you expect? Yeah, yeah. But oh, he, he was a, a capitalist. He was an opportunist. <laughs> yeah, he was a very right. ambitious man, yes. and that's and how he viewed himself. And the Voss family empire was started. Yeah, that's there how we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We bottled go. up yeah. their tears. The, the water. water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, suddenly it's became a Halloween episode, which is fine. Uh, but instead, <laughs> yeah, well, we're like, celebrating another happy event. Happy birthday! By the oh, way, happy birthday. Yeah. when you're watching this, yeah, we got a special surprise later. I've been told. Oh my god, yeah. you guys gonna kick my ass again? Yeah, every birthday. That's why I flew in, baby. That's how I stay in my family each year. Uh, uh, moving on from my birth uh, is uh, another. Um, nope, there's no segue. Thor four guys. Uh, Thor four uh, is Thor now. Thor four more Thor. Yeah, exactly. Thorier four. Uh, the whole time I was like, why don't they just call it Thor? And with the four is the as the O. But I was like, H. no, because that's Thor. And yeah. so that's that's it could be the H. They oh, learned their oh, lesson oh, with Fan Forstick. Mr. Fan Forstick. <laughs> uh, so they announced this week that Thor Ragnarok director Taika Waititi is returning to direct another Thor movie. Uh, but here's what's crazy about it: Who would have guessed that Thor would be the Avenger with the most solo outings, especially yeah. based on the first two films? Mm -hmm. uh, do you, so why do we think that is? Why did, does Thor have four movies and Iron Man? Has three well, and, I think and because Cap those first two were so forgettable, it's almost yeah. like Thor Ragnarok was the reboot of it, right. and uh, this now Thor four is like a direct sequel to Ragnarok. Do you think then we're going to get three movies I and they so. started over at Ragnarok? That'd be fun. I liked the first two though, to be honest. I, or at least name sixteen things you liked about each one of them. <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, she can't. Yeah. She can't. She can't. <laughs> no, I mean, I thought it was. I thought. I thought it was like a good because I didn't. 
know much about Thor, like as the comic mm-hmm. book character. And didn't Kenneth Branagh did like the first he one? Did, he did, yeah. The first, I thought yeah. he did a pretty dang good job. Well, of, he like, took it a, a Kenneth Branagh route, which like was, a very Shakespearean. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I thought it, I was like, oh, that's cool. I liked it. <laughs> I, was, I thought it was a cool entry point. But I but then I mean, I feel like this what Taika Waititi Waititi did uh, is totally is so different that it is like its own thing though it is like a full reboot I yeah agree. so it's, they've yeah. started fresh yeah i think once you saw like new fun thor or newer because you've been kind of going down that road yeah. like like fun like like is it though thor like you you were like i'm not done with this guy you know like i, right. I want right. this new energy because you didn't you didn't really have him back for the those first two series so mm. right. yeah, yeah it's almost like uh, uh when you discover like a fun conversation on the way out of a doorway or something and then you yeah. end up doing the thing where you stand in the doorway and you don't want to leave right like, uh, it's yeah. like i thought this party was dead but actually but i just had yeah. the party <laughs> i don't want to leave when i came yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was the i am the reason i'm the reason I'm that the reason. Yeah. like can you please unblock the bathroom door please <laughs> but our conversation if you compare it to like captain america or iron man both of those movies kind of found themselves right away the first avenger the first yeah. iron man so it's like Thor kind of took a bit before we found the version of Thor that everyone really, really loved. Well, it's because so. he's a god. That's it's hard. It's, it's hard so much harder because it's human. like because like the Superman challenge. Yeah, sure. or Godzilla. Ah. It's like it's very difficult. Like Godzilla is constantly rebooted in mm-hmm. different ways because there's he's so powerful. There's so many different ways you can take him, and not not like one's not necessarily better than the other. They're just mm-hmm. very different. Well, didn't so. it, in some ways they kind of nerfed him, right? Like they like made it so that he is more fallible. He, yeah. Honestly, they made him stupider. Yeah, they definitely uh, do. Yeah, and, they, and but that also allows like the stupid, the big confident stupid idiot is one of my favorite characters that you can. Oh, he's great. Play. Yeah. Uh, so I I think that's a really interesting point though because Thor and a lot of times is compared to Superman. Uh, and I know you said Godzilla, yeah. but my point is Superman, and I don't know how to support the but, Godzilla I mean, one because you're the would expert on that. Like, kill Superman easily in a fight. Well, and I think no one's arguing with you right, uh, about right. that except for everyone. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, <laughs> Superman often has the issue, the, your rebooting point stands where people are like, look, we want to see Lex, and then we basically want to see Zod, and then we're kind of out because yeah. there's not a lot more you can do with Superman. I mean, there is, uh, but uh, cinematically, it's I mean, yeah, you it's could have difficult. like a, atomic fire breath light him up or something. Yeah, well, and also. Maybe from like a giant. There are. <laughs> incredibly powerful <laughs> yeah. lizard. Godzilla versus <laughs> Superman would make a billion dollars. Yeah. For oh sure. my God. Yeah. They'd be great. Uh, so so do you guys think, okay, I'm going to take you on a different uh, path here, though. So it sounds like we're all like, yay, Thor has a new trilogy, probably. Or. You know, let's keep in mind Chris Evans uh, and Robert Downey Jr. are basically like, hey, I think we're done here. And he's, you know, Chris Hemsworth is coming from the t- same time as those guys. Is there a chance that Thor 4 will be the last Thor? Maybe, it's possible Thor that Thor. maybe this is the last movie that has Thor in the title, then Thor just teams up with other people in yeah. their movies. We saw that with, like, the Asgardians of the Galaxy at the end of Endgame. Or right. technically Hulk. Or Hulk, mm-hmm. yeah. I right. mean, more, uh, Marvel can't do their own they movie. They can't, but at the same time, Hulk, they, they almost were like, you know what, why don't we just feature him everywhere else? Yeah. Sure, yeah. I, I think what's really great is that, like, they finally found a version of Thor that seems like it's natural for Chris Hemsworth to play. So mm-hmm. he may be done, but maybe he's like, I found this new character uh, that I kind of want to exhaust. <laughs> you know, I want to go all right. the way to the point. So I I would say it's... I want to play him fat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to play that version <laughs> of it. Play taller. Yeah. Yeah. Like they called him, um, you know, Tony Stark calls him Point Break in the in the right. first Avengers. Uh, they call him Lebowski. It seems like they kind of found a version of Thor that is in He's this really world good. of the Avengers, and the way that like they found a version of Cap that really works for Chris Evans. Yeah. Finally, they found a version of Thor, and I I would be really surprised if this was the last I'm Thor. Con- I agree that it's not the last one, just because they're gonna. He's handing it so much of it off to Valkyrie, and she's such a yeah. she's such sure, a baller yeah. character that. I mean, I think they're just going to set it up to weave into her whole franchise. To become the, a female Thor equivalent, uh, yeah. like in the comics, but pass it off to Valkyrie instead. Exactly. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like of two minds on this because on one hand, you you know that because they're switching out like Cap and Iron Man for at least you know like for for this next wave of whatever whatever's happening, you want some kind of like somebody from the old guard mm-hmm. around. Um, we'll probably mm-hmm. have Hulk. But you know, having Thor around like is is really still like we're still the Avengers. This is still the mm-hmm. you know like just some someone part of the old team. But yeah. on the other hand, I'm sort of like, well, it's got five, and where would you put the five in the word Thor? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know? so, Thor's, Thor. and then oh, the S oh, exactly. Oh, 
I'm so confused. <laughs> Not four. Double four. Yeah. No. Oh, 16. We're going cubed. Got it. Yeah. Uh, the 16 things I like about Thor. Number one. Uh, yeah. Thor. Uh, uh, that's interesting. Um, I think that I, I, I just remember this theory that somebody was bringing up that also they might use it as other ways. So Guardians of the Galaxy is one way to, to get into cosmic stuff, but so is Thor. Uh, and then if you have Thor 4, and then if you saw 4, and it was made of fire, and there was a circle Wait around a it. Oh. The Incredibles. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Incredibles crossed over. Godzilla. <laughs> just there just it is. Four. Yeah. There it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, Fantastic Four can, can be a cosmic entity. It could Absolutely. be. I, uh, I actually saw that theory that they're like, oh, maybe that's the way to bring them in instead of, you know, like explaining, hey, where have you guys been the whole time? It's like, oh, we were busy doing something or mm. or you came from elsewhere or something. Yeah. Uh, probably not though, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's more likely <laughs> like, the Fantastic Four gets introduced. Uh, that might be the next uh, big temple thing. In fact, if you're watching this after Comic-Con, you may be like, yeah, duh, it's going to come out in May 2022. Who's that? Is that me? Was that supposed to be me? <laughs> That's the voice collectively of our Oh, you haven't had your birthday fight yet? I will at the end. I think it's one idea that I really liked is someone bought Avengers Tower, right? And and that's we saw that in Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. One theory is that the new occupant could be the Fantastic Four, could be the Baxter building. There was a four in the mm. like signage too on the building, I believe, right? Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, cool. I th- believe that's so. Awesome. There was oh, some cool. some hint yeah. to it. Very cool. To They're going to have yeah. to work pretty hard to make me interested in in the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Because they got a lot of work to do, but they, they can. a lot of work to do. Because you're a hater or because of the things they've already done? Because of the things they've already yeah, done. The yeah, the damage they've, they've done. done. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I. I guess like I I'm also I'm also of the mindset that I I hope that they start uh, just in general with super like we're we're at a point where we're rife for new superheroes as a whole to be starting uh, so I'm kind of like I'm kind of like I might need a Marvel break okay is also okay. just where mm-hmm. I'm at yeah but also I mean even or a break from the uh, the mainstream ones that we know and yeah, like exactly. there's no shortage of characters no absolutely not yeah just focus on for a bit. yeah but just like it feels like a lot of permutations now and mm-hmm. I kind of want to like now go like I like the idea of following Valkyrie for a while or something just because I'm like oh I didn't know that much about her that's mm. cool yeah yeah where I'm like if, with Fantastic Four I'm like we keep putting them up at bats <laughs> Yeah, you gotta imagine like a nerd like Kevin Feige is probably like, oh, finally I have a chance to do it the yeah, right way. Yeah, exactly. with my dolls. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, uh, that's Kevin Feige. It's your... yeah. I just I I have my take on Kevin Feige. Kevin that is his voice now. <laughs> See, this is exactly because he tends to like sing a little. Yeah, he's yeah, got a sing songy quality. Yeah, just put a Marvel Studios cap on there. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm really impressed with all of these ideas, guys, and I think we solved what uh, what we Thor Four is going to be. Uh, it's gonna they're gonna stop making Marvel movies. He said and they're that's, gonna it. Yes. that's it. That's yes. it. No more. Say it. Yes. Uh, I'm super excited. Cool. Let's take a quick break to thank some sponsors that bring the show. All right. New Rockstars Rogue Theory is brought to you by some very nice sponsors. Summertime is convention season for me. We got VidCon, Comic Con, ConCon, all the cons. And when I travel, I can't pack a low-quality disposable razor, but Harry's has me covered. They make high-quality, travel-friendly shaving supplies and razors that are only two bucks a blade. A Harry's razor is as essential in your suitcase as a bathing suit or your entire Funko Pop collection. You travel with those, right? They're made in a German factory to the highest standards, and if you don't like your shave with a Harry's razor, just let them know. They'll give you a refund. This summer, refresh your wallet and your face with a Harry's trial set. It comes with a weighted ergonomic handle for an easy grip, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip, and trimmer blade for a close shave, rich lathering shave gel that'll leave you smelling great, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy on the go. Listeners of Rogue Theory can redeem their trial set at harrys.com rockstars. Make sure you go to harrys.com rockstars to redeem your offer, and thanks so much for supporting the show. By the way, if you want to know how good it looks when we come back from this break, uh, I used a Harry's razor to line up the top of my beard line today, so... Check that out and see if you like it. All right, back to it. 
Uh, welcome back. Uh, I'm told uh, before we move on, this is uh, the part where I'm supposed to not know what is happening. Yes. Okay. So, uh, Stranger Ooh. Things season three, guys. Uh, my favorite thing about it was uh, the ice cream flavors that they introduced at oh, uh, at the ice cream store in the mall that, that Steve works at. Uh, Scoops Ahoy! And this uh, is a napkin. This is a napkin. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a but a imagine if you folded it in half. That's right. Yeah, I'm gonna do some work on me. Just like yeah. the, uh, Apparently, Stranger <laughs> Things and Netflix did like a cross promotional thing with Baskin Robbins where you can actually go and get those oh. flavors. So there's Ooh. two flavors that we have here. Ah. There is uh, USS Butterscotch, nice. and then there's uh, apparently Eleven Heaven, Eleven's Heaven, um, which sounds like hell, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So have those been under the table this whole time? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. So this is, these are jars of milk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, sitting on them. <laughs> they taste great. But uh, for Philip's birthday, I thought we could ta taste test yeah. these flavors. Yeah. 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 Look at this. Happy All right. So we have a scoop of each in each yeah. A scoop of each. All right. So we got to monetize this still in our traditional on brand <laughs> way. Okay. So uh, we're going to do uh, a breakdown. Oh, great. Yeah. Let's break down the flavor. <laughs> Let's do a breakdown yeah. of these uh, ice cream ants with our tongues. flavors. So let me know some missable details as you go. Mm. Okay. okay. Oh, surprising crunch. To Which one's which? Do we know? The butterscotch, I think, has that. The tan one is the butterscotch, I think. Which is which Demogorgon or what is it? Uh, it's just USS Butterscotch. Uh, but oh yeah, but this is the one like, that they actually eat in an episode. I like Eleven's um, Heaven. Yeah. All right. I'm not. A, that's the thing though. I'm not a huge butterscotch person. So for butterscotch, yeah, you look like a like normal like human being, not Thank made of butterscotch. You. I'm, in not any way. Butterscotch, I'm not a butterscotch <laughs> person. And There's I nothing wrong about with being me. a butterscotch person. Mm. Yeah, you would look. We've like come a long a way in society. We still don't have voting rights, but we're but joining the carny lobby. Not like the carnies, yeah. All right. Missable moment. Um, there's a Boom. there's a crunch <laughs> there's like a crunchy toffee thing going on. Oh yeah, in the mm. heaven one. Is in that the bones in, of Barb? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's what <laughs> eleven just has. Oh, it's like that's eleven's heaven. Just oh like crunching God, right into. She just like is like I'll be right back. She goes into upside down, takes a bite out of Barb. <laughs> Take a bite of Barb. Yeah, they don't. Know. Yeah, the egos are just like to hide. Like, yeah, yeah, I love egos. Sure, I love me some Barb bone, uh, like bone marrow though. Uh, guys, uh, while we do this, actually, I I, I want to move on to another topic um, because I I you know what I don't know that the audience. It loves us eating ice cream, especially in podcast form. Into the into yeah. the microphone. Yeah, Nom. exactly. Um, but we're Barbara's birthday. Beth's birthday. Beth's birthday. Yes, this does feel like my Beth birthday. Uh, so uh, let's um, go into a discussion though about something that's happening on our channel, and I I want um, to kind of get the audience involved here, but you guys definitely also weigh in. Uh, and I want to talk about spoilers because oh, yeah. I feel like. You know, it's we're in this kind of precarious place. I, I, Eric is is more dealing with it. You could so. have told us before that you were going <laughs> to talk about. Why didn't you warn us that we're going to talk about spoilers? That's what happened. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Eric, why don't you explain kind of the, the yeah. situation going on? So this is something that we've been dealing with for the past like four years uh, of doing breakdowns. Um, we'll do trailer breakdowns where we speculate things that might be in the movie. We'll do immediate like movie reviews and reactions or post credit scene breakdowns where we have to kind of do them, you know, 24 hours after the movie. And what I found, because, you know, I go through the comments, people tweet at me stuff. Uh, everyone kind of has like a different perception of what constitutes a spoiler and the proper timing of when you're allowed to talk about things publicly without a spoiler warning. And what kind of makes us hard is we try to do spoiler warnings at the beginning of every video just to kind of cover our bases. But sometimes just so that people know what conversation we're talking about, we kind of have to put it something in the thumbnail and in the title of the video just to kind of to allow all the people who want to talk about this stuff to find our video and every time we do it there's kind of we get some blowback from people who thought that maybe we talked about it too soon and the rule of thumb that i've kind of used in the past that i just kind of got from just talking with friends about things when do i think is the proper amount of time to wait before we talk about stuff with friends if it's a tv show like game of thrones usually give people a day one yeah. day 24 hours mm -hmm. and then if it's a movie that's really popular that's easy to find or go to any like amc or cinemark or whatever to go watch it give people about a week uh so before that point cover everything with a spoiler warning uh and then after that if you want to just come out of the gate and say what we're talking about then you're probably safe but Recently, with Spider-Man: Far From Home, uh, a, a lot of folks had some differing opinions. We, we Let, let's be real specific here. So, what Eric was mentioning earlier about being able to find our videos, 
it's very specific. It's, it's search engine optimization. It's SEO. So you need, in order to get people to see your video as the answer to their question. So YouTube is the number two search engine in the world, right? Google's number one, and then YouTube. So many people go to YouTube to ask a question, uh, and they might be based on a theory or something that they've, they've read about or they've heard about. Uh, so quick spoiler, actually, for Spider-Man Far From Home, when uh, Mysterio dies at the end, it seems like perhaps maybe he didn't. Uh, and Eric had some theory about that. And recently, uh, the, the video that was posted uh, had, like I think it was Mysterio Not Dead yeah, was Mysteri- the title. Yeah, something like Mysterio Fake Death. Or Fake Death oh. or something. Yeah. And then like the and then the thumbnail, um, what did it show? Uh, I think Still Alive. It was a picture of Mysterio in his dying moments. So, so And then how far after the movie had come out was that video Well, posted? this is what the tricky thing is. After the U.S. release, it was about two weeks, which I think is well outside the window, in my opinion. But um, I think two weeks is my window, by the way. I think yeah. a exactly week is actually... Yeah, two weeks to a month. I think TV. I agree. It's one day. It's one day if it's if it's something as, as like you know, beloved as Game of Thrones or something, where it's like people get together and have parties for it. It's almost like one of those things where it's like good luck. That's your. That's yeah. on you to stay. It's like a sports game. But that's yeah. the thing. I would argue the release of movies like Avengers Endgame and Far From Home are bigger than the Super Bowl. More people watch those things than but, watch but, the Super Bowl. But and I have think things the, that they search for after. I don't. I think. I think there's a difference. I think there's a big difference actually with the movies and TV thing because, with TV, it's so much more accessible. So in a 24-hour period, you could find a way to be like, okay, well, I didn't have time to watch it last night, but here I am on my phone. I can download it. You can watch it at home, right? Exactly. Go to a theater. Going to to exactly. So on-demand experience. Yeah, exactly. Because because for me personally, I love seeing movies, but I I do. So we're all improvisers and stuff. I coach a lot at night and that sort of thing, and I've been working a lot. So getting out to the theater can be really tough for me. Yeah. So I I think two weeks is good. Now I maybe. But I'm less sensitive than other people. I don't care about spoilers. And that's the thing. Right. I, that's I why I care. ask, like, what constitutes a spoiler? I'll also point out, Sony did something really confusing with Spider-Man Far From Home release. They released it on a different day in several countries. So while we got it on July 2nd, uh, the UK and a lot of other countries got it July 5th. And they always release it a week earlier in countries like China and in, uh, in the <clears throat> like Middle East. They'll right. release it early because they have they don't have a lot of piracy laws. So if they were to release it in China mm-hmm. on the same day as the US, a lot of Chinese audiences will just watch the pirated version. They won't make as much money. Oh, so they always yeah. release it early to get ahead of those pirates. But uh, I, I, what I ask of people is like, imagine this real scenario. Yes, some people compare someone spoiling something to someone barging into a room and saying Mysterio dies. Right. But imagine the flip side of that. Imagine you're with a group of friends and you have all seen this movie and there's one person there a month after a movie comes out and says, um, I actually haven't seen it yet, so you have to all stop talking Jake. about what you're talking about. Jake, uh, Jake. It's our friend, Jake. our friend, David, our he, friend. We have a friend. He has done that. Literally. Um, yeah. Uh, our friend Jake. But I... It kind of you, that's you also I just because it's to I me that's I also him, a dick I move. Give him a lot of crap for yeah. it. That I is like as much of a dick move I, I think as someone I who barges agree. into and a Jake, room. And Jake, if you're listening, let's talk about wrestling. Huh. Instead. You've heard yeah. me say it. Yeah, that's it. No, yeah. I, I call Jake out about it all the time. I'm like, this is not this is ridiculous. I'm gonna hear it about has this been a time. So so let me add the context of of our our jobs. Honestly, so for instance, on this Mysterio video, that is something that was in the zeitgeist at that moment. Uh, be, put it maybe t- another two weeks out or something. Are people looking that up anymore, or did they already find the answer somewhere else because someone else didn't mind sharing it? So now multiply that times every major property that we talk about, so Avengers Endgame or, or Far From Home or a Star Wars movie or something, and then every single thing that we could talk about that is at the front of our fans' minds, our subscribers are are buzzing about this, and so are we, and we're so eager to talk about it. We can't put out there that we were talking about it for weeks everyone else has talked about it and then we honestly miss out on those views we miss out on that income honestly Mm. and then that's how our our first successes for this channel were the post credit um videos we did some other stuff that did okay but when we started sharing hey you just saw uh when when we started this what movie had just come out the godfather uh so the godfather (laughs) had this post credit scene let's explain it to you of what it is when the diehard yeah exactly when sam jackson says i have a want to talk to you about a godfather (laughs) initiative uh when the the movie comes out the diehard fans saw it opening night 
and they're like, man, I really want to know what's gonna what's gonna happen with Sam Jackson coming out and, and inviting them to the initiative. We made we started making videos that came out like right that night. Those were our first minute videos to consistently hit over a million views. Those videos are why we have jobs doing this mm -hmm. those videos are why we have a set now why we're able to pay david's rent uh every yeah, year uh, i keep moving to more expensive yeah, right yeah. 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 so it just it's created like a, a situation where we have this business <laughs> that kind of requires us to be right on the cutting edge right in in front of the of the moment well, but if we were to wait if we were to put for instance is blank really dead and a big question mark because of the search rules we will not rank for that video no one will find our video right yeah. and then what's also frustrating is like uh, even deeper than like the the economic argument it, it, it's frustrating Whoa. to be an authority <laughs> on this stuff and to have people tweeting at you constantly and just because of when a, are you a gonna, fringe minority yeah. of folks are, are no, insisting on waiting. Speak specifically what you mean, what, the, how people kind of harass you. About yeah, it. there are people who are like, why haven't you made anything right away? I, I see cyberbullying, which whatever, I don't care. I'm over that now, but it's like, uh, it's it, you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. So I'd rather assume that like, if you cared about this movie that much, you would see it in the opening week. I know if you have a job, this is just my opinion, but I, I kind of want to know what people think about this. Oh, yeah. If you have a job or a, a difficult travel schedule, then it kind of becomes your own burden. There are plenty of tools well, yeah, you can use to filter your own experience. Well, that's what I, real fast, sorry, dude. Uh, what I, I was going to say about it, my spoiler rules are for people in person. Like, like yeah. that's, that's like for your friends and stuff right. like that. Because Eric it, doesn't go to your house yes exactly yeah. if you're if you, there's something you really want to see that you're a big enough fan and then you don't have the time and you then then it's on you to stay offline because honestly this is the same thing as sports games but like when people tape them in the 90s and stuff like mm -hmm. that it's the same thing it's, uh, that is on you so I, I mean yeah. yeah but it, the one thing that's tough though is like if I don't have time, I realize, like, okay, I need to stay off. I need to do things. I need to manage mm. where spoilers are going to be coming from. But sometimes that might mean I can't use Facebook or YouTube at all mm -hmm. because they will show you. In yeah. the recommended yeah. on the sidebar. They side will just show right. you with thumbnails, and it's, like, just characters who are at the end and right. stuff like that. And I can't control that without literally – Ending use of those right. Well, so that's we YouTube's, can't control that either. So that's YouTube's wouldn't it be amazing if YouTube yeah, let like you give offer a different set of, of what we call metadata, but thumbnail and title on the when it's a yeah. recommended video. Yeah, I mean that's, that's more. It's more on them than the people uploading. Is like everybody right. should have the right to upload if they have to. We don't and on Twitter though, you can shared. definitely go in and mute. Yeah, Twitter yeah. makes yeah. it very like easy. Which yeah. I, I, if I yeah. really, if I cared yeah, enough, yeah, YouTube should just add a mute for certain topics. Yeah, that's yeah. what they should. The topic mute would be great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I would also say like, if you're in that very, and we're getting to a very, very specific situation set of people who can't see a movie in the opening week. If you're at that point, would it hurt you that much to stay off YouTube? If you have the kind of job yeah. where you have to go on YouTube, are you really the kind of person who can't go see a movie within the opening week of its release? Probably not. I think we're getting down to literally 30 people, and they're all the ones who tweeted at me when there we did that video. Go, yeah. yeah. So, and, you and want to save me by name? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyber David. stones may break my cyber bones. <laughs> yeah, but, but I am not a butterscotch <laughs> person. Yeah. You're uh, eating straight out of the carton, I, I by the way. What should you eat? I, I do not want to show how little there's left. <laughs> one last, one last point I want to get in on this. I think there also is a bit of like uh, martyrdom and uh, philosophical argument. Really, th what we really try to do with those post-credit scene breakdowns, and in the first week when we do make videos about it, we think: Would a person who had not seen the movie look at this thumb and title and know it's a spoiler? So uh, a lot of times people are like, "This Hopper. is a yeah." We posted a video, Stranger Things. Uh, it was last week's episode of, of Rogue Theory. Spoiler if you haven't finish Stranger Things right. really quick. It's just a picture of Hopper in the final episode looking just kind of emotional and people were like that's a spoiler. That's not really? Spoiler. Had you not seen Stranger Things season three, you would not know what that's referring to. So a lot of what we do is kind of thinking about the 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 psychology of people watching or scrolling through YouTube right, right. now. Yeah. If unless someone else already told you that this happens at the end, you would not look at our yeah. thumb objectively so and say that's a want to butt hurt. Yeah, exactly. So Is that's it? another way to say it, but that's what you mean by martyrdom, mm -hmm. right? Uh, because I feel like that's people a, want a reason to be upset, and they they look at something where this person is in a category who engages in this kind of right. behavior rather than judging them independently. And if I had just looked at this one actor on its own, would it be a spoiler? Really, the bigger problem is the broader conversation that people don't want to be a part of, but don't want to take any responsibility to extract. Yeah, that's from what. It. Whatever. I mean, like 
we went right into what we thought about the new Godzilla film right like right after it came out and it's it's like the but the fans that follow that I mean they should know that we're going to do that that's and, kind and of we like expect an assumed our fans yeah to to know that but at the same time I think the best argument is kind of what we pointed out that they might not have been seeking out that content and it might have been put, yeah, but, it well, might have then, been thrown into their bedroom then it's still not your guys fault that's the search engines False. Sure, but I do want to be uh, active in this, and I want to find a way to make things better. Honestly, because I, I don't, I don't. Well, screw I, you, people. Go figure <laughs> it out. Yeah, oh, but it's honestly like I, I've gotten She's some messages Haley, that, that <laughs> yeah. I got some messages that were like, "I'm disappointed in you." You know, like like your like mom. This, yeah, well, yeah, my mom. My mom didn't. She had a busy week. She was not able to catch Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but she had just. Hey, babe, just want to let you know I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Adios. All right. So. <laughs> so i i want this to be productive though so i eric i want you to share what you think you you would like to propose the rules for the channels spoilers and then uh you guys uh in the audience you can be sharing your thoughts in the in the comments but also on newrockstarsfan.com we're going to add a question there of just what you guys think we should do hopefully you now understand the context of if we don't talk about the thing and if we don't put it in the thumbnail and in the title then we do not rank in the search and our video significantly underperforms our the brands that we work with get mad at us our channel starts to do worse and then we're fired you so, know yeah go uh, all i'm looking YouTube. for is some kind of um, checklist or a legal standard is i guess <laughs> what we're saying uh, a simplified rule that we that we can just stick to every time that respects people's um uh, schedules and mm -hmm. respects uh, people's viewing habits so that we can all kind of get along and then we can go back and reference it and I would like to create some kind of industry standard not just for us but for other channels for other media yeah. publications so that we so people can go back and be like no let's all stick to this and it's just a way to provide civility that goes both ways no it, so, it shouldn't be on you yeah. it shouldn't be on you it's, it should be on YouTube uh, if you guys have a problem with it go harass YouTube really and, I mean that's their search engine that's what it turns up that's fine but that's I really like is. that idea of like let's actually start asking YouTube you can start tweeting yeah. at YouTube and they do respond and we can send some emails in the meantime until they change something i am willing to meet in the middle here a little bit well we might take a hit based on what our fans ask us to do but also you know we can only go so far so go to newrockstarsfan.com let us know what we should do about our titles our thumbnails about eric's other problem that we've all noticed and have not brought up because we're being kind uh oh do you not know I, i'd rather not <laughs> know okay let's not bring that part up oh my yeah. gosh you know what they should <laughs> yeah. do they should YouTube should have a have like an add-on that lets you do like the thing that iMessage lets you do with invisible ink, so that you have to like oh, wave yeah, your exactly. mouse that's over it to even see what the yeah, caption like is. But yeah. it would show up in your search results, but it's kind of like, you know, yeah. like a blurred out porn. Yeah, sort Reddit of has a redacted <laughs> option. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Just redact your mouth every time. Yeah, you yeah. Say it would just look like all of my YouTube was porn every time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, cool. So let us know your guys' thoughts, and then Eric, you'll make another video yeah, we'll follow so, up on this for some we'll reason i'm not feeling so great I don't it's because you're, you're getting yeah. old no yeah. i just literally had, yeah. <laughs> I had a milk bubble come to my mouth a second ago you guys can't anybody if want you're this? listening you can't you, you ate a not lot now. of this but i do want some. i have four more tubs that i've been oh good by good, 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 good. Here, so I feel like right, if I yelled okay. into that i could get an echo out uh speaking of echo plasm uh, there was a Ghostbusters uh, uh, picture, guys. A set photo from the new Ghostbusters movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, uh, of course, Finn Wolfhard is in because he's in, he's in yeah, anything yeah. that was rooted in the 80s. Uh, but what's really interesting about that, too, is that he was dressed as a Ghostbuster in last season of Stranger Things. But he was Bankman. But in this, what a lot of people are thinking based on this picture, and, and we'll put it up in the video version of this, but uh, for the audio listeners, what you're seeing is a uh, some children but specifically the little girl, she's wearing glasses that basically look like Egon's glasses. Oh. So people are thinking this might be the, a family and we're looking at Egon's wife and kids. Uh, Harold Ramis, the actor, yeah, yeah. passed mm -hmm. away. So it would be a way to feature him in, in a legacy form is rooting it through his family. So one, do you guys think that's what they're doing? Uh, two, and is that the kind of uh, Ghostbusters sequel you're, you're excited about? Well, they did say, Jason Reitman kind of talked about, we don't know what the connection is yet between this family and the original lineup. And he said something weird like, the family doesn't know yet either. So if they mm. are related to Egon, it might be like, you know, maybe a different name, and then they look up a the fact that they were thing. related. Yeah, there was or they like find in their basement or something. or something like um, a like maybe he's just died recently, and then they're going through his stuff, or whatever, and they find a, a what is it called, the Ghost Catcher? 
thing the uh, oh, the, the trap the trap yeah yeah the proton uh, yeah or the the, 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 no, the yeah. trap itself yeah. or whatever but it's mm. kind of like jumanji right like they find it and they <laughs> yeah. open it and monkeys run out yeah <laughs> did you see ghost, ghost monkeys <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Car- carnies go ghost out monkeys. everywhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's definitely a carnival in yeah this there's <laughs> better be a carnival there probably will be absolutely yeah i am i'm not afraid to say i'm completely uninterested in the new ghostbusters yeah like why is that I mean, first of all, the fact that it's so fast on the heels of the girl Ghostbusters, it feels mm-hmm. like it's like, okay, guys, don't worry. We made another one for you. You feel like you. they gave in kind of to the it feels idea like of an like, apology yeah, a little bit. Yeah, or... which is also dumb because they shouldn't. And But then also we've, we've had some great Ghostbusters. I just, this is one franchise where I'm like, that really didn't need, didn't need to. It. It's like the three amigos. It's like, you know, it's really, to me, Ghostbusters was always based around those actors too. Like mm-hmm. that's one mm-hmm. of those things where it's, it just doesn't ring the same. Like you can reboot a lot of things and it'll be fine, as we've seen. But like certain things were really almost, you know, they were written for those actors. Like yeah. written for those actors. Or those actors it's, were involved in the writing. Yeah. And they absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. were. And so yeah. it's, I don't know. To me, I'm just kind of like, no. I mean, I'm open. <laughs> no, no I'm not, next. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm open to it. Um, I'm worried it would be more of a like, here's all the greatest hits of Ghostbusters, guys. Like mm-hmm. in the in the older ones, when I. I, I want, if we're going back, I want to see a newer take on it. Like the mm-hmm. that set photo they showed, they were like in suburbia and like mm-hmm. kind of had like a smaller mm-hmm. town like feel to it. Ooh, like Poltergeist or something? Yeah, like. yeah. I, I, or like, like, that's cool. Like Frighteners or, you know, like something yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like a smaller out of the big city of New York. Like maybe even just that change in setting would like refresh it a, a bit for me. Give it um, that, um, that, uh, what's the house, the the haunted house in New Hampshire on the Northeast where all the bad things have happened? The Amityville uh, house? Yeah, the Amityville oh, house. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, like kind of that feel. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, yeah, because if we, if we just do the laps of like, uh, you know, like, and here's the library where they caught that one ghost. Right. And here's, It'd be I fun know. to see something in the world of Ghostbusters that doesn't necessarily have to connect to, because I, I felt like even the one, the Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig one, felt like it was still too derivative Rehashy. and referential. Yeah, they had cameos from um, Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson. Like, they all showed up and they were in the same kind of firehouse. Like, yeah. I think the world of, go- a world where you have like exterminators for ghosts is super fascinating. Like, tell a story in that world but don't necessarily like Reboot show which it. one is the truest you know yeah, I agree yeah I don't yeah. mind blowing out the world I'm down with that if that's the case then it's going to be totally different then that's fine but yeah like it, it you guys hit on it it's like okay so coolest rule of this world of all time okay no we're just going to keep rehashing it rehashing right. it instead yeah. of like building it out and making it its own you know, other other world series. So, well, speaking of that, then why make it Ghostbusters, right? Like, there's like exactly. there's so room. Exactly. There's so much room. Why to make it comedy. Jumanji? It's like because the brand is yeah, just popular with brand. fans. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, and like at least Jumanji just has the concept of being trapped in a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or that the game comes to life. And the game can go anywhere. And I mean, stuff I'll, like I'll say, that. why make Zathura, right? Like, which <laughs> yeah. look like yeah. Jumanji. Make me cry. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, uh, definitely the concept of ghosts and the genre of comedy, that to me feels like an intersection that you could do in a million different ways. We wrote a terrible movie. That was uh, oh, yeah, about we, ghosts. Yeah. Uh, we tried yeah, to comedy or whatever. Yeah, we should have just called it Ghostbusters. I wrote a pilot that got me uh, many, many jobs. That was like a X Files crossover with Brooklyn Nine Nine, like that sort of thing. That's you know? amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, uh, was it actually a crossover? Of the, I know. Of I just basically had them. I, I called it the Y Files, guys. Uh, I called it the Y Files. I love it. Here's a million dollars. It's about you. internet uh, connections in it's, your office. It's about That's Nancy it. Kerrigan. Yeah. Deep hit, deep knee hit. Uh, so Lion King <laughs> is is adjacent to this, and I want to switch uh, pivot a little bit. But just uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Lion King, but it's out right now. Uh, the new version of Lion King. The other one has been out for a very long time, uh, and you've seen that. Spoilers are not a problem about talking about Lion King. It's correct? Hamlet, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Shakespeare spoilers. Wait, that's wait, Hamlet. Wait, 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 spoilers. <laughs> it's Hamlet. Um, it's only been 400 so years. Kimba. That's what I yeah. Kimba, yeah. Uh, there you go. Um, somebody's like, uh, Simba? Uh, yeah, no, look, look it up, up. Kimba. Uh, look uh, look uh, Kimba and the Two Strengths? No, that's different. It's anime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, 
I, whether or not you've seen it, I think there is a, a conversation that's starting to come out from it. And I'll kind of like, we won't go into spoiler territory, but I'll just summarize uh, some larger points. Uh, it basically is just a, a remake of exactly what the, the animated version was. It um, does some things very well, especially visually. Uh, and it, it kind of blows your mind because in some moments you feel like you're watching scenes from planet Earth, except mm. like things that you would never imagine, right? Two lions, uh, you know, running through a desert, like on a mission. That the image of that is kind of like mind breaking cool. uh, and fascinating, and there's some real charm in some of the performances, especially the Timon and Pumbaa kind of kind of steal the movie. Uh, and I think that's kind of a consensus that a lot of people are are giving it. But the other one is, I think, a discussion worth having, and that's uh, the issue with photorealism mm. as a whole. Is it kind mm -hmm. of is fascinating if you say like, oh, you know, animals coming to life, or whatever, but they're having this issue with it's so photoreal that animals can't have expressions on their faces because yeah. their faces yeah, don't do yeah. that. Yeah, they don't right. have the I muscles look... for uh, the 80 muscles that we use when we smile. Or right, whatever. exactly. Yeah. Somebody was from... pointing out, like, yeah. Mufasa's like, I'm proud of you, Simba. See? Yeah. All this pride yeah. on my yeah. face. <laughs> but now I am angry with you, Simba. See? All right. this anger. Like, like, they can't do that. Uh, what should we do about that? Should we stop making... Yeah, get some acting coaches for lions. Yeah, I think it does a a disservice to animation in two ways i think first of all you work in animation too i do yeah. i do i'm a i'm an I, I mean i'm a writer across the board but yeah i have a couple things in animation uh going right now but i think two two things uh first of all calling it like th they've been calling it like the live action lion mm -hmm. king too and it's like a bs because mm -hmm. it's completely it is still completely animated it's just cg uh and something like the lion king is built for adding expression to animals mm -hmm. and doing it in animation it lends itself to that why are we why are we doing that like i mean i i love the lion king it's probably one of my maybe maybe my favorite disney film but also the other side of it is when they're rehashing all of these those writers come from the animation guild or uh, that wrote the original ones they're reusing a ton of that dialogue and those people aren't getting paid a ton. Because when you write animated oh. movies, you're not part of the WGA. Yeah, you're not part yeah, of it. Right. So you don't get residuals the way like Usually, WGA, yeah. if you write for the Writers Guild, uh, you get you can write a script and then when it gets replayed, reused, or repurposed, you will always get a, a cut of that check. You will and always get that. And in animation, that doesn't happen. And this script is almost identical, by the exactly. way. Exactly. And you're saying Shakespeare so didn't Aladdin, get a dime. And yeah, it turns out, turns <laughs> yeah. out, yeah. Uh, but Aladdin, the same, from, yeah. all of these. Like, So it's also a worker's issue, I think, that needs to be dealt with or at least they need to because as far as i understand and things could have changed since since like the last time i checked but as far as i understand they're not getting paid any extra so i think i just have those two those two larger issues with with it too where i'm like a enjoy what animation does and b uh pay those writers yeah. <laughs> i think a lot of the lessons to learn from like lion king specifically is so if you look at Jungle Book, which which he did too, and like why people were pretty okay with that was, and then you look at the shots like Bare Necessities compared mm -hmm. to like a lot of the songs going on, they center around Mowgli's reaction, and so as a, as yes, a human, he's yes. able to emote and like which and is do great. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like and this works because we can center we can center these cuts and these scenes around him, and then when you cut to cut to Baloo singing, his face isn't super doing anything super crazy. You know, he's not making the face app smile or anything like mm -hmm. that. But you know it, those scenes work. But then when there's no human on screen to to lock in like the emotions like that, then it is like I saw some scenes that were just like it's like the bottom half of the line moving right. and the top yeah. is just doing nothing. And that's what animation does so well is they borrow from human expressions and they yeah. overlay them and they kind yeah. of make their faces this uncanny it's creepy like valley. But yeah, for that, there's a, yeah. Second, there's a second part to it too. That's also it's. Um, in the Lion King, like when you watch some of the songs side by side to the to the original songs, like in the original one, like Adult Simba is like sliding down a cliff and then he jumps on a vine and he grabs it with his mouth. Oh and yeah, he in the water and he comes out and he's wet and he shakes. There's the so water much out. movement. There's to so all much the yeah. exciting numbers. visual yeah. thing. And this one, he keeps licking his paw. Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> the whole movie. It's, Everybody look, love. <laughs> they just run on a dirt road the entire length singing the song and I thought like yeah. maybe was it looping no it just it does look like it's yeah. a gif at one point so it's, it's just, just the energy isn't you know like yeah. it's I not heard the same. about that yeah. yeah and again I just think it's just such a like I, I listen I'll probably 
probably still gonna go see it but i do think that it's i do think it's weird because we're in a revolution with animation like into the spider-verse was the best film of last year sorry it just was and uh and it was leaning into the animation so i'm just kind of surprised that disney wouldn't because uh, I thought they did a great job with Aladdin, actually. I mm-hmm. thought they did an awesome job. I li- I actually am totally in favor of these real-life reboots, mm-hmm. except for Lion King, where I felt like Disney could have leaned into something new. Right. I mean, it has the capability. It has the artists behind it. So I was just a little surprised you know, to see It's that. really interesting they bring up uh, Into the Spider-Verse because that also calls out animation. It's, it's not just that you can show expression. You can literally do anything, and if you're tied to the rules of photoreal, then you're for no reason you're adding these bounds to talking to animals, talking yeah. and dancing animals now have these boundaries that real life has. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for example, into the Spider Verse, they have Miles in a different frame rate uh, than, yes, than, than the later, yeah, yeah, than Peter mm-hmm. because he's bad at being Spider Man, and they smooth out his frame rate as do, the movie yeah. goes on. Like, the, like you can do the, the form. Yeah, and that's such a cool use, thing yeah. where like even if you don't realize that's happening when you first see mm-hmm. it, you like you understand it as as he like becomes more fluid and as the film goes on. Exactly, yeah. it's kind of denying animation as a medium and, and keeping it in genre. Well, and sucks. the animation should always serve the story and the character's emotional arc. And if it's only done just to serve the spectacle of your experience watching it, sometimes you lose out on that emotional connection right. between and that that was the case with Miles Morales and uh we talked about the uncanny valley and how much uh, a movie like Wally improved on what Zemeckis did with the Polar Express and how the Wally, the character of Wally they were able yeah. to get so much emotional connection with him just with his eyes mm. the eyes of the mm-hmm. window to the face and maybe <laughs> is, is that yeah, beautiful and you don't wow. have wow. Wow. expressive wow. eyes yeah. especially you if you take him out the window the whole thing yeah. uh, but uh is that then why uh the planet of the apes movie works Right, the the ones where it's mm-hmm. essentially just apes, it's because we are able to read, you know, essentially human eyes, yeah. but like that subtlety that's right here. They put a yeah. million dots on Circus's yeah. face, and that's yeah. what in made his, that movie in a his eyeballs. Yeah. It works for Godzilla really well too. Which, if you haven't seen, <laughs> I'm not familiar with Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, God. they did. They also well, they paired their practical effects with the CG, so a different person played every head of Ghidorah. So, so oh. explain real quick your your involvement with Godzilla. I love Godzilla. There, That's done. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you, but you have a Godzuki tattoo across your back, right? I have a Godzuki tattoo. Yes, I smoke. Manila. Oh uh, God. Yeah. But okay, so so, and we need we need to move on. But I do want to touch on real quick. So, how does Godzilla emote? Godzilla, actually, I mean, well, in all of the iterations, they've done different stuff. But like, uh, in some of them, they've done. They've done some really cool stuff with practical effects where they like made a animatronic head, I think, for him in Biolante and in uh and then Ghidorah and stuff. So you can get these really close ups of him where he really feels like a, a, mm-hmm. a like an anthropomorphic being. And they also and they carried that into King of the Monsters. So he, there's moments where you like he gets pretty close and that they used CG over practical, but it was dope. And then what's the worst Godzilla? The worst Godzilla? The worst portrayal of a Godzilla. 1998. Exactly. Thank Why? Because he looked like a f***ing iguana. He's and a I'm lizard. Sorry, cussing, and he's like a CGI, and he burrows under New York. What is happening? But also, I mean, she, right? Because it lays eggs. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> if life finds a way. But uh, but isn't that kind of our point, right? Exactly. It's like, why go That's... toward realistic animals that we can connect less with? Right. Yeah. yeah, why do that to yourself? Like, the whimsy is that he's a monster. Let him be a monster. Speaking of whimsy, time for road questions. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, we should just bring you on just every week just to do that part. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. cool. Guys with my ham horn. <laughs> my, my ham horn. <laughs> Who wants a ham? <laughs> uh, guys, this is uh, this week. These are questions that uh, we don't know what the questions say, and I don't know how to read. Uh, but we're gonna find out some quick answers for some rogue questions. Number one, this week is the 20th anniversary of the release of the Blair Witch Project. Mm. What's the most scared you've ever been in a movie theater? Were we in the same uh, paranormal movie? activity? Paranormal think, activity. Yeah. We went to go see oh. paranormal activity, and every time it became night because it, it would be, it would get extra It'd scary. Reset, yeah. And we were in that that theater, and the, it was it was like hundreds of people in that theater, and it was like you could hear a pin drop yeah. uh, in in one of the moments, and then it just it just said like night two or something, yeah. and you just heard one guy just go. No. Yeah. <laughs> Did he say I hate nights? Yeah, he said. Then he said I hate nights. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. But that was like, like we were in we college, it, yeah. and our friends were like, they they couldn't sleep alone. Like yeah. it was a it was a whole oh thing. Oh my god. Yeah. That guy directed Midsummer now, and there's no yeah, night exactly. Oh, wow. no, Do you guys have any uh, real scaredness? In theaters, I do this thing, and my therapist is gonna get a kick if he ever hears this. I like cross my arms for comfort, 
and then I just like I shut down like emotionally. So oh, I, don't, I do that too. And so like whatever happens, like I don't care because I'm not here. You know, it's like, like the little men in black alien in your head, like yeah, goes like yeah. downstairs and just yeah, like, leaves. like yeah, goes totally. to the bathroom and I just you like, go to stasis. And like, I'm like, whatever could happen, it doesn't matter now. I'm, I'm a quiet place. I literally I do the exact I do that, same yeah, thing. Like, I do that at the Universal Studios when they do the big horror nights here in LA. They followed me around because they were like, somebody's got to get this girl. And I know, and I just don't, I just kind of don't spook. But I do remember, so it made me go way, way back because I saw Jurassic Park in the theaters. Mm. And when she, uh, she thinks Samuel L. Jackson's there, and then she oh, grabs it, and it's just his arm, and then the raptor pops out. I remember being like, ah! <laughs> so I mean, I but was, I was really little. I wish they brought Sam Jackson back in a later movie. And he just doesn't have an arm. <laughs> he just, just like he I was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. You guys left me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a fine Sam Jackson. Uh, guys, Kingsman creator uh, Mark Miller Miller uh, predicted on Twitter that Taron Egerton will. I kind of like this. Uh, will probably be the next Wolverine. Uh, so who uh, is remember that he just did the Elton John biopic? So who can do an impression of Wolverine singing an Elton John song? Benny in the chats. Rocket man. Yeah. Oh God. Oh no. That's him crying. Did he sing Crocodile Rock? A <laughs> thing called a crocodile. <laughs> he is a crocodile. Yes. Uh, and I'll just say that it's exactly Hugh Jackman in The Greatest Showman, and you guys just butchered what you could have done. He has a beautiful voice, Wolverine, a singing voice. Margot Robbie <laughs> said this week that she's never seen any Star Wars movie and never will. <laughs> <laughs> like like now girl. somebody's gonna make her. Like, oh, yeah. I love this. Uh, She's what's a time your, traveler. She yeah. knows her future. Uh, what's your? St- yeah, exactly. She knows where everything's never, going. I'll never see uh, it. Where's your? What's your stubborn pop culture blind spot? So mm. I'll say it's not necessarily stubborn, but I keep trying Doctor Who. I've tried it so mm. many times, and I, there's so many different ways you could go in and watch it, and I start to fall asleep. And mm. oh man, I. So uh, what's up for you guys? Um, right now it's gaming. Like, I, I don't play game. I had to swear off games in high school because I was an advanced academic program. But like everything, and you never games stop bringing tw- it up. 2003 on. <laughs> so when people tweet me stuff, do you see the new Red Dead trailer? Did you mm-hmm. see the? Yeah, I, I, it's stu- I have to sit out of it. Uh, convince me to pick it back up. <laughs> Just all the sign. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, but blind spots pop culturally. I. I have this habit where whenever something's hot, so like like True Detective, I always wait for it to be over because I, I have such trust issues with shows ending. Getting burned. Oh, oh yeah. And oh, so yeah. I'm like I'm like I, like get at me get at me when it's over and see how you how you feel now. You should try Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Nah, yeah. I loved it. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Speaking of, uh, received a record breaking 32 God Emmy nominations uh, this week. Did you guys hear also uh, the thing about Gwendolyn Christie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, HBO, for you guys that don't know, HBO did not submit her for uh, Emmy consideration, so she submitted herself and she got nominated. Nice. So always be your own biggest champion. Yeah. Uh, Who else in the cast deserves uh, the Emmy the most, though? I would say Alfie Allen, man, that guy like that arc. Oh, yeah, yeah that arc so in that good. final season, I thought it was great. Uh, did he get nominated? I'm not sure if he got. Yeah, nominated. he did. No, he, got, he, he did. got that diss music video from his older sister. Did you see that? Yeah, Lily, Lily Allen, Allen wrote that song <laughs> called Alfie, making fun of him. Amelia Clark, I think she, I think she had a lot of work. She had to something do. to pull off. She had a off. lot of work to and do. And you think she pulled it off? I mean, I think, I think she, her, she did her job to the best that. she I did. agree with that. You know I what you, that. you do? You have to submit the one scene where they tried to put a whole season's worth of story on her face. Yes. You know what I mean? She's just yeah. like... Just yeah. the one shot. Yeah. Uh, oh! Yeah, <laughs> she has full conversation. Yeah. Even yes. that really meme thing of like her fake la- her fake smile when she talks to Sansa, you know, that, that like... You yeah, see I thought everywhere. that was great. But like that's a good, like that's a great performance because it's yeah. a fake smile. Yeah. yeah. It's, I don't know. I, I thought I thought she did a lot. That's a good call. That's your answer to? Uh, yeah, I Sweet. back that. Godzilla, hey, you are not allowed to answer this one. Oh, uh, no, I'm kidding. Got, got a Twitter and Instagram cram. <laughs> yeah. Insta- uh, that's what the Matrix says. Instagram uh, account this week. Uh, how does Godzilla slide into your DMs? I mean, he don't uh, slide. Oh wait, on his tail. He slides on his tail rail. Has got to, look, guys, look it up. Godzilla has a move where he slides on his tail with his feet forward and he slams into into uh, Megalon. How does he slide in like a city? He, I, I mean, mean if he wanted to, he could go he... on his tail. 
Yikes. Okay. Any, anybody else have <laughs> I'm a... I'm telling you, there's I, an actual way to do it. There was just an it. answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was the actual it, So yeah. just, we're going to yeah. go anatomical yes. on, yeah. on it. Yeah. All right, sweet. Tail. Uh, Bud Light <laughs> has offered free beer to any alien that escapes Area 51. Uh, is that why this is all being talked about? No. It's no, all, it's just, it's you know, like a, a brand jumping on this social okay. media. Yeah, it's like a, a meme thing. Yeah. Uh, so what? what's the best part about having a, a drunk alien? Does that happen to E.T.? Does he get drunk? Uh, well, Elliot. Oh yeah, E.T. drinks the yeah. beer in the fridge, and Elliot right, gets drunk. Right, right. Uh, and then he and then he sleeps with someone and regrets it. E.T. gotta go home. Best thing about drunk alien, uh, they uh, misuse their tech and they they blow up the friends that you don't like. <laughs> I feel like I feel like they'd stop lying and just being like, "You look, you guys are effed." Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to you straight. Yeah. To serve human. Yeah. Or to yeah. serve man. Yeah. Yeah. We're it's gonna a eat you guys. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, let us all know uh, what 42 means. So, uh, all right, guys. The city of West Palm Beach. Ah! Sorry, I forgot to do that. The city of West Palm Beach, Florida, is playing the Baby Shark song <laughs> on loop to drive homeless people out of sleeping in, the, in their park. Uh, what song would drive you out of a park? What was it? There's that Easy Street song from uh, Walking Dead that they used to torture Daryl. We're on Easy Street. Oh, God. <laughs> it feels oh. so sweet. The writer of the song was like, I just wrote that Happy Kids song. Yeah. They used it for torture on a TV show. <laughs> I mean, anything cranberries, like. Really? I, I'm not. Really? I, I can't do it. I, I Turns you into a zombie? It, yeah. Zombie! Zombie! Yeah. Uh, linger uh, me, around that. I, yeah. go. I have to go. It's because yeah. you won't linger. Let's go now. My planet needs me. <laughs> like I think linger. there's like a, an amount of reggaeton that linger. would like make me really excited to be at a park and then like make me kill myself. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so that was the last question. But I, since this is Rogue Theory, as we're fading out, by the way, this, that's it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Thank you so much for going rogue with us and our guest Haley Mancini. Where can we find you? At Haley Mancini or at zero underscore Godzilla Z E R O. Oh. Ooh, nice. David Dong. Uh, David Dong at. David P. Dong, and it's all just pictures of me in swimsuits. So. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yeah. Shots fired at me. Uh, uh, and uh, Eric, oh, oh, at EA Voss, it's in the name. Is that a gaming reference? I yeah. wouldn't know. Real quick, what do we have coming up this week? Obviously, oh, Comic-Con. Uh, yeah, everything Comic-Con. So um, you might already be on the channel, a breakdown of the It trailer, shot by shot, uh, with our good friend Marina. And then uh, awesome. uh, we're doing some other, um, everything else that has come out that I already know about because I didn't tape this episode before. We learned what uh, big things Marvel has released. Uh, uh, Philip Molina, uh, Philip Molina, I never tell people my name is at the beginning of this, uh, but this is it. This is the episode ends, except I just want to talk to you guys about what we think is really going on in Area 51. These are the rogue theories I want to have. Uh, you guys can have, yeah. a, have a good time. Thank you so much for this episode. Okay, but seriously, aliens or dead aliens? Oh, oh dead aliens. Dead aliens. We kill everything. Yeah, there's no way we're <laughs> They were alive.